Hello, friends. Welcome to the Faith Culture Podcast. My name is Shino Akonde. Uh, on today's episode of the Faith Culture Podcast, we want to talk about um, the Christian life. Is it boring? And why do some persons say it's a boring life and some say it's very hard and all that? But, you know, it's so shocking to hear these comments from people because the Christian life is supposed to be enjoyable. It's a life with God and all of that. So on today's show, I have with me Esther and James who are going to be sharing their views with me on this particular subject. And I really can't wait to, um, you know, um, have them start sharing their thoughts on this. Uh, welcome to the show, Esther. Welcome, James. It's so good to have you both. Thank you. Thank you, Shina. It's great to be here. Hi, yeah. everyone. Thank you so much for making it. Um, James, thank you once again. All right. Yeah, so, thank you. Yeah. So we're talking about the Christian life. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, James. So we're talking about the Christian life. Um, you know, um, is it really a boring life? Um, is it really that hard? You know, why do some persons say it's hard? Because if you ask me, you know, the most important thing in life is to have a relationship with God. So, uh, but at the same time, why, why why do we have people who say, you know, the Christian life is boring and all of those stuff. But before we dive into this conversation proper, I'm going to ask you, um, Esther, can you just briefly share with us how you, you know, start your relationship with God? You are a Christian, you are born again. I mean, uh, the, you, you are a good lover of God. <laughs> I mean, there's a bad lover of God, but, but the point is you are so um, audacious yeah. about your faith and all of that. You are very enthusiastic about it. So can you just share with us how you uh, met Christ? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you for that question. I'll try to make it short. I mean, but I was, I was brought up in a Christian home. I grew up in a very strict, with a strict Christian background. But you know that thing about being churchy, but not really being safe. But everybody just thinks, oh, because she's gentle, she's safe. And yeah, it continued like that till I was in uni. I, I mean, there are times when I would raise up my hands in church, I give my life to Christ. But, you know, there wasn't that real, like, commitment to it. So it was not until I was in uni, I think my second year, okay. they sent us home for access strike. So I had there's this prayer meeting thingy that my friends were organizing. So I just went, I think I attended, and then there, there in the session, they had preached a message. Trust, I can't even remember the title of that message, but it was a message by Pastor Kumi. And mm-hmm. after that message, it literally just broke me down. I was just there in tears. And you know, at that point was when I really surrendered it all to God. And since then it's been an interesting walk. I mean. It's, I think it was 2011. Wow. God has, God has been faithful over the years and it's been an exciting journey, actually, literally. My life really, I used to be very introverted. I, I'm, I still am, but I, used, I didn't used to be that person that you would just see me as gentle, but giving my life to Christ really opened me up to the gifts that God had deposited in me. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey. Awesome. Thanks a lot for letting us into your um, salvation story. Okay, James, uh, were you came from the womb or is there a experience? <laughs> All right. So, mine my, my was quite like, quite heavy. Uh, I would say um, I was really, I couldn't really figure out the day, I mean, the age I gave my life to Christ, but I remember the experience. So, you know, I also grew up in a Christian home, and you know, and it's always been when we're in junior church. I mean, children church is always been you know, oh, every Sunday you want to give your life to Christ, you come out, like we always go out, raise up our hands, you know, almost every Sunday. But we knew that there wasn't really that 
experience, that relationship, you know. So I remember a particular day, the day I, I could figure out, you know, that okay, this was the day I made up my mind. Um, it was like we had the, you know, this open field crusade. Okay. So we used to like watch different movies. I mean, there's always this crusade during, I mean, when we were growing up, so we had this movie. I can't remember the movie. But the movie was really touching. I know it was kind of scary, but it kind of touched me. I was like, wow. So if I don't give my life to Christ now, I'll end up so so. It came from a place of not just fear, but a, a place of kind of surrender. So I just asked and said, okay, I don't even want to do all this. So we pray, I mean, a Christian home. I just felt I needed to just make that decision. And it was on that day. I remember I was still, I think I was almost done my primary school, about to with secondary school. That was when I, I could figure out. So when people asked me, I really don't know the age, but I knew I was between In nine or ten. Yes, that was when I had my own experience. Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. Great stuff. I mean, it's not always about remembering the date in terms of numbers, but, you know, being able to remember what the experience was like. I mean, it's, it's always a beautiful thing. Uh, okay, thanks, 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 thanks a lot. Okay, so now let's talk about um, the Christian life, really. Um, um, James, what would you say the Christian life really is? What do you mean by the term, the Christian life? All right, so I would say in simple terms, like, for my own understanding about Christian life, Christian life is a, is a consistent daily walk with God. So it's a, it's a journey. Let me put it in that context. There's no destination. There's no, oh, I have arrived. There's no, oh, I started this and I'm, I'm now there. No, it's a journey. It's a consistent one. It's a daily thing. So that's how I see Christian life. It's just the normal way of life. Okay, my uh, physical life, my my career life, whatever. So a Christian life is also the same. Like a consistent daily life. But this time around, it's a walk with God. So it has to do with, I mean, Christ being our, I mean, example. So we are just walking in the, in the light, in light with whatever I can say in this world. So just walking like Christ, being okay. consistent. Yeah. Well, great stuff. So um, before I go to Esther, I just want to ask you yes or no question. Um, do you think the Christian life is a boring one, James? Ah. <laughs> I remember you gave me this for the topic. When we talked talk about this topic, I, I had a little... So, there, there are two ways. I mean, two ways I no, saw it. Okay, go ahead. So, you want me to give a yes or a no? So, right yeah, now... Then we'll come back to... to yes, to, right to, now, it's, it's yeah. not boring. Right now, it's not boring. It's not, right yeah. now, it's not boring. Okay, we'll, we'll yeah. come to that shortly. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, thanks, Jim. So, um, Esther. Yeah, I mean, you heard what James said. Uh, I mean, the Christian life is a... Is a journey. I mean, that's a beautiful thing to say. Uh, I mean, it's not um, like people will say it's not a sprint; it's a marathon. Right. And, I mean, and then you also said that. It, I mean, you also mentioned that it's a consistent work with God. I mean, beautiful. But Esther, do you agree with um, you know, with how James described the Christian life? And would you say the Christian life is a boring one or not? Okay. I I mean, I think James took the words out of my mouth. Your Christian life is basically a walk with God. I just want to say that it is infused into every other thing you do. So okay. it's not just like your life on Sunday when you go to church. It's like your life on Friday evening 
when you are anywhere. It's your life on a Monday morning where you're jumping buses or something somewhere. So basically, it's everything you do, but with Christ infused in it. That's just what makes the difference. So it just, it, yeah, that's, that's just to make it short. It's your walk with God on every single day, at every single place, with every single person. That's the way I put it. Is it boring? Nah. <laughs> it's not. I mean, we will get into the old details, but I would say it's not boring. You know? Okay. I mean, it's a good thing that you both are on the same page as to, uh, you know, if the Christian life is a boring one or not. But even James yeah. said, right now it is not. I really want to hear <laughs> why I said right now it is not. But then I want to ask this question. Um, Okay, maybe, okay, let, let me hear from you, Esther, uh, before I come to James on this one. Uh, why do you think, but have you ever had anyone say the Christian life is boring? Have you ever had anyone say that? Yeah, definitely. So, you know that thing, the way, so I think it's about the way people portray Christianity. So, before, some people who have been giving their lives to Christ, and again, it depends on what you call boring. I checked on boring before coming <laughs> here because I wanted to be sure and it just means not interesting or not exciting, right? Yeah. So the definition of boring is what sometimes scares people. So people hear, oh, Christianity, you're not going to be doing certain things and they just feel like, oh, it's boring. But if you're talking about excitement, if you're talking about activities, then there are a lot of things you can do as a Christian. But I think it's the way people are picking the way Christian, you can't maybe, and you know, they just have this image that sometimes is not true. Sometimes I like, even it like even in my daily life, people people see me do certain activities and you know me, you know that I like certain activities and and they're like, oh, so you guys can do this as Christian. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's not a boring life. Yeah, so I mean, people sometimes think it's boring because of the way it is sometimes portrayed. But there are things that you may not be allowed to do. I mean, think about all these things. There are things that for you, are for your own good in the long term. So, but beyond that. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite yeah, yeah it's quite an interesting journey. I'm so tempted to talk about some things, but I think I'll just let it flow and see how it goes. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, definitely, I'm going to um, make sure that happens. Okay, so James, yeah, you said right now it's interesting. So that means um, you've been in a position where you probably found it to be boring or interesting. I mean, could you sort of let us into that? Yes, so I would like to say I remember very well, like like I was saying, the reason why I felt it was kind kind of boring, or I also experienced it being boring, was the context of um the way it was kind of portrayed to me. I mean, the way people preached it to me, I felt you know I told you that I gave my life to Christ at a very young age, so you know there was always that oh now that you are born again, you must not do this. You must not do this. So I was really like, I'm a young guy trying to like just enjoy life, you know, just try out a lot of beautiful experiences. And you're like, I must not do this. I must not do this. So it, it kind of gave me kind of um, interpretation that, oh, this thing is boring. Like, I'm not going to enjoy it. And it took me a lot of time before I could come out of this. And, and also, I remember because I've also because I grew up in the Christian home, and there's, there's some, <clears throat> how would I put it, there's some uh, constraints you were, like you were, uh, you had from your parents or whatever, and uh, other parties that you, you were not in charge of. So, I mean, 
you were still under their roof, you were not an adult here. So you couldn't make those decisions yourself to say, well, I don't want to do this, I want to do this. But it was after I came out, I could not realize, okay, I think I could do this. I could not, I did not be able to do this. But so I'm disobeying what God is saying. It's just that maybe my parents was were trying to like treat some things for me because if if I'm if I kind of exposed at that point, okay, can you hear me? Okay, I may probably not. I mean, I may go in another in another route entirely. So I felt I, I it was later I now got to understand that okay, they, they made those decisions for some reasons. And it, so that was how I portrayed them. So to just wrap up what you just said. So what made it boring for me was the concept of the way they portrayed it to me, the way they preached it to me. But over time, I started growing and I understood the context and where they were coming from. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, James. I mean, I think we all, we all sort of can attest to, I mean, to that. We know, um, especially in this part of the world where you, where you have um, parents who are very disciplined and who are disciplinarians, you know, they just have a way of, um, you know, infusing that into uh, into your Christian faith and even, you know, go far and beyond, you know, <laughs> and all of that. So, okay, well, 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 great stuff there. Thanks a lot. Um, so there's this thing, uh, I mean, uh, I, I had someone, uh, I mean, I saw somewhere, he said, you know, many people say the Christian life is boring. It is hard because it restricts their expression. Um, Esther, I mean, I would love you to um, touch on this. Hmm. Because it restricts their expression. You know, I would say that in some ways, especially as young people in this generation, and for someone who comes from maybe a church background like mine, I would almost attest to that, right? Because, for instance, um, it's today that we're able to see certain more expressions in music, for instance, as Christian music that you would normally not see, right? So if I'm looking at it from a perspective like maybe music or some other areas, you would see that, okay, people are beginning to see that you can actually be a Christian and still express yourself through certain things prior to now, it may not be. So then if you come from a church background that is as strict as mine, <laughs> there's certain things that are not necessarily wrong, but certain restrictions have been placed as an organization or as a church. So people actually see that and say it's a restriction, but this is the way I see it. I, I like to say that when I gave my life to Christ, I wasn't forced by someone. You know that thing where, but this was God dealing with me. And over the course of my journey, I tell people that there are things I do today that, Nobody can, you can't tell me not to do them or to start doing some other things because it's me and God that I had this work. So I remember when I was in school and I was an SK in my fellowship and if you're an SK in a very strict fellowship, they don't expect certain things. Not that they are wrong, but they're just not part. But my friends will see me like, I'm having fun with my friends who are probably playing or going to do something that they're like, ah, uh -uh, school sister. I'm like, wife is one. And <laughs> you understand. So yes, yeah, sometimes people have that feeling that Christianity restricts you. But in the real sense, which is why I went back to the dictionary before coming here, when you look at certain things, there are instructions in the scripture that actually say we shouldn't do certain things. And when you go and check, those things are for your good. For instance, maybe if you're taking a lot of alcohol or smoking, at the end, it impacts your health. 
right? So if you feel like, oh, because I can't take this, then Christianity is restricting me, then you're probably not able, you don't like yourself enough. But when you look at things like maybe expression of activities, for someone who likes to maybe have go hiking or maybe swimming and if you like, oh, I can't do a sport because I'm a Christian, then you realize that you can actually express yourself in these areas where you have like-minded people. So in that way, Christianity doesn't restrict you. It may be that maybe like, um, um, like you said earlier that, okay, maybe based on your organization or family or church where you are, certain things are not allowed. And that doesn't mean in itself that Christianity has restricted you. I think what is very important is to build a walk with God and find expression in God so that every other thing you think you want to express, it gives you inspiration and connects to the right people to express it. Wow, thanks, um, Hester. Okay, yeah. so, uh, I mean, I, I hear you well, but um, then I just want to ask um, James this question. Um, now, you know, you, you, you've come to, I mean, you, you, you've come to enjoy some liberty, but if you personally, um, where do you think, where do you draw the line between the liberty you sort of um, now experience, you know, the fact that, you know, you've come to the knowledge of certain things and you realize that certain things that were, that were made as um, that were made a, that were, that were like an issue, you know, back then, you know, while growing up, they're not really, you know, issues, right? So while some of them were actually set up to sort of guide you and all of that, but now coming to some sort of maturity in Christ and all of that, you realize that some of these things were not really bad, but they're just to like um, guide me. Where do you draw the line today between, you know, um, enjoying that sort of liberty and you know maintaining your work with God? Yeah, I, I uh, thank you, uh, Chino. I would first of all want to say that, well, I'm grateful for those restrictions, to, so to say, because I really, sometimes I'm always like, imagine if I had not had this restriction, I probably not would not be in the place right now. So those restrictions were like a railing for me just to be within a, con I mean, confined area, even though I felt they were kind of choking me. But it was needed at that point, and you know, all things always work together for good. But I felt I wanted to express just the way uh, Esther was saying that place of expression. But we didn't have access to all those expressions then compared to now with respect to activities and all the rest. But um, where I can draw the line from where I've been able to grow from then till now is the place of you just staying on, on the world. I mean, what the world says, what the world of course says. That's where you can easily balance of all these things so there are times that i have to look back and i'm like okay this is not outrightly bad i mean this is not wrong based on what god is saying in scripture uh but they probably i never had uh, but i was not i was told not to do it then after i said like reading the word of god myself i mean praying myself i got to understand that, okay these are not actually wrong, but they just told me not to do it. And most times when you have to question, they are always like, okay, you don't have to ask me this question. Just listen to what I say. Don't worry, later you, you will understand. So now, sometimes I now understand exactly where they were coming from. So to balance all those things up is, I, I think people need to, we ourselves as Christians, we need to understand that Christianity is not a do and don't. It's just a do's and don't kind of like. Is not a oh, you must not do this. It's just a fellowship, a relationship, 
And when you build that relationship, studying God's word and just ready to obey whatever God, what God has said. Of course, every culture, every denomination, every organization will always have its own uh, sentiments. Let me put it. Every family will always have its own sentiments. But when, by the time you remove all those sentiments, all those ideologies, and you just stick to the word of God, there will be a balance no matter how. So, the freedom I'm enjoying right now is not based on who I'm out of whatever the thoughts me. No, I'm still within what God is saying. It's just that I can express myself well because I now understand what God is saying and I can make those decisions myself based on the word of God. Yeah. I mean, awesome. Thank you, James. Um, so now, Esther, I mean, you've listened to James and I mean, thank you so much, James, for being able to connect this with your background and and also letting us understand that um, you know staying on the word of God you know is still um, your mantra despite the fact that you know you've seen this clearly and you have a better perspective on things. Um, I just want to ask you a straightforward question: um, Do you think Jesus Christ wants us to have fun? It's straightforward question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's straightforward, but it can also be construed. So. I would like to say what is fun, like okay. have excitement or activities in our lives. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. If yes, if that, yes, right? Like personally, I'm someone who likes to probably go to the beach or go hiking or hang out with friends. I like external activities. And sometimes some Christians can be conservative. That's not tied to like, that's what the Bible says. Some Christians can be more expressive. Some people just want to be in their house. So I think it comes back to what James was saying about the Bible. What is the stance? So Bible says, not take your liberty as a license to sin. So we have that as a stand. We are not. So even if I'm going to the beach or I'm going somewhere, I'm not going to sin. And there are certain places I would not go to because the Bible also says, it's not let our good be evil spoken of. So the word is my standard in things I do. And I, my charge or my life, I say that I want to live a life where I shine so bright and people see, see Jesus in me and are drawn to me. So it means that even at work, I'm engaging in certain... So if they say, oh, we have an office hangout and it's not somewhere like I don't feel convenient to go. I'm not saying, oh, because I'm a Christian, I can't go out with you guys. Do you understand? I'll go and I'll shine my light. I won't probably take a call. I won't do certain things, but I would go. So does just want us to have fun, especially one other thing I think we need is to have a Christian community, a community of people who are like like-minded believers. I see the Lord Jesus and it makes me very excited. For some married couples, they have like, oh, a, a, a Christian married couples and they go, they do like retreats. Single people, they have those kind. And even churches are having those communities now to help us build more. Because you young people want to be engaged in activities. Well, we just want it to be healthy and you know, God, godly. So yes, God, Jesus Christ would definitely, just, I think Jesus says that he wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. I think that's what the Bible says. So yes, definitely. But it's just like, that's to be within the context of godliness and, you know, righteousness. Well, thank you so much, um, Esther. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ wants us to have fun, but it must also be within the within the context of, um, you know, you're not taking your liberty as an occasion to, you know, to sing and you also t- having someone else's, um, you know, um, feelings in perspective, even when you are, you know, 
exercising your liberty. I mean, beautiful stuff there. Uh, so now, James, uh, I just want to ask you, uh, I don't know if you guys believe this, but sometimes you get to be in a particular state where you are just um, bored, maybe because of some sort of routine, you know, you know, um, to life and all of that. And, and you know, it's also, it's, it sort of takes a toil on you, even on your, I mean, on your personal relationship with God. And sometimes you you want to just sort of break down uh, excuse me, and um, but 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 the thing is this, uh, you know, boredom is part of life sometimes, and but the beautiful thing is we we Christians sort of have some privileges that we leverage on, you know, to stay afloat and to get us, you know, going and all of that. So James, have you experienced boredom, even though you, uh, you know, uh, you know, with the with the liberty you you sort of enjoy now, which is under you know, the context of scripture. I mean, if you have experienced boredom, how have you um, gotten yourself over it and all of that? Yeah. So, um, of course, yeah, I've been bored before many times, you know. Aside, we just even categorizing it as something, I mean, um, as a Christian, it's just a part of, like, just the way you mentioned, it's just what happens to people. I mean, people get bored about something. People get get bored about activities. People get bored about events. People even get bored about their career, which is a part of life. People get bored about their partner, unfortunately. People get bored about a lot of things. You buy a new car now, they're already tired. I don't want to use it. They want to get another thing. So Christian life, because Christian life is it, like we keep doing it every day. So people are like, I'm tired too. Like I, I'm, I'm not interested in it. So what happens, yeah. And uh, one thing that I always do, I mean, to just get out of that space, because even um. Uh, there's always this place of you relapsing, and not because you're you are tired, but there are instances even in the Bible where you see people like you know prophets, people that are spiritual, people that God even spoke to them categorically and face to face or even whatever signs. I mean, uh, was it Elijah that was tired and say was it Jonah that was like okay, kill me, I'm not doing anything. You know, there are instances in the Bible too, like so it's just part of it, but. But we must also be able to com- com- uh, compare the part of uh, context of being happy and you want to remain happy. But the happiness is not is not permanent, obviously, because happiness is is based on events in your life. So events will not always be rosy. But I mean, there's always a joy in your heart, whether you are bored or not. And you know, it's also part of the fruit of the spirit. And most importantly, even the word of God says that. Uh, where the spirit of God is liberty, and he also says, "At my right hand are pleasures forever." So, in your boredom or whatever in your fatigue, let me put it that way, you can easily find strength as a Christian. First of all, for me, all I do is I just um try and connect with the right set of people. So what I do is because you know, like fire, you're you're losing out fire, and you just need this a little spark to just kickstart again. So you like probably. For me, I just put on music, I mean, nice worship songs, and I just keep playing, yeah, playing it. And before you do it, I'm, I'm just having that joy, that joy because just keep coming again. Or I just play a particular uh, movie, a Christian movie, any movie that just looks really uh, interesting. Or, of course, you have uh, groups where you guys exist and we just chat. From there, you guys laugh over things. And, uh, and, 
you know, before you know it, you're back again to your to that momentum, and before you know, it, you start operating at that level. People get tired. We are human, so we all get tired about routine. We get, get about tired about things. I'm always looking at it. Sometimes when you mentioned was Jesus, uh, does Jesus want us to have fun? You know? Jesus, of course, even himself was tired. He slept. He was tired in the boat, and and his disciples were like, "Why are you sleeping? We are dying here. You are sleeping." You know. I'm sure he wasn't sleeping because he wanted to sleep. He was really tired. So if Jesus himself was tired, something that and it was something was was a routine. So it, it happens to each other. You can't be oblivious to it. But what keeps us back, from my own experience, is just that. I mean, when you make your community really close to you, those that will always inspire you. And I mean, I mean, wait, um, wait. I'm not. I won't. Some people, some of them will read books. For me, when I'm bored, I won't even go. So I rather I don't want to play games or anything, or listen to music. Obviously, listen to uh, nice worship songs. They make you move. And before you get back, and we just keep. So that. Okay. Um. Hello, James. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I love to break. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Am I back? Yeah, you're back now. Okay, thank you. But did you get what I said last? Yes, I agree. We just lost the hand. I lost it briefly. Oh, okay. So I was just saying that, you know, what just keeps me going is just keep that um, uh, that community, make them closer to you. Um, for me, I wouldn't read books. I'd rather play games or listen to worship songs and uh, watch a movie that's just really normal and you can laugh around and just laugh, you know. And before you know it, you're building up the context for my Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, James. Yeah, I mean, I, I love your perspective and thanks a lot for sharing on that. Um, Esther, same question um, to you, but, you know, um, <clears throat> but I have a couple of questions for you, Esther. So I don't know if you're going to infuse this together. Um, one of the questions I have for you is, is to sort of um, let us know uh, what are some of the reasons you've had people give for saying that the Christian life is a boring one? And secondly, if you have also experienced some sort of tiredness or fatigue or boredom, you know, um, in your Christian journey, how have you bounced back? Um, yeah, so those two questions, yeah. Okay. Um, so I think I'll start with this last question. Have I experienced there's fatigue, there's boredom? Has there been fatigue? Definitely. Like, there is there is always, like, doubt there and here. But I think that Having that relationship first with the Holy Spirit that is like a friendship where I literally can say, see, I'm not feeling this thing right now. I don't know what what's going on here. And is able to like comfort. Sometimes Holy Spirit speaks and we don't want to hear. I, there was a time I remember I was in school and I was going through a feast and I literally could hear God and getting involved. Like, nah, I'm not interested. <laughs> like, I was really going through that phase, right? But I had someone come over. So, so that's how God works sometimes. He, like, he sends someone over to my place and then she was like, what's wrong with you? Stand up. <laughs> Do you get So there's a way Holy Spirit sends people. And sometimes he just needs to sleep. That's why I liked what James said about Jesus when he was tired. He literally went to sleep. Right? Sometimes you need food. You need to eat. Sometimes you need to sleep. <laughs> and sometimes you just need to go out. And yes, there will be fatigue. There will be tiredness. They'll, and that's why the Bible encourages. It keeps saying that be strong in the Lord 
he still says do not lose your joy keep faith because you know there are things that want to get us down so definitely why do people say christianity is boring for different reasons there's from the perspective of what they've heard you know based on oh they've heard certain maybe based on certain um like i think we said at the beginning where the perspective they have of oh as a christian i cannot maybe listen to good music or i cannot be in certain positions in all of that and they just feel like based on what they've just heard it's boring then some people feel like uh because i'm a christian i can't do certain things again i think it's based on yes they then there are people who are even christians but they now sort of long for certain activities but these things are i feel like for almost everything well there's certain things that we cannot do as believers but for certain things that we think we cannot do the only spirit can actually inspire you on creative ways to live and i really do not think that as much as i'm trying to even picture some of my friends that may have said saint is boring i really do not have a lot of that because i have more christian friends right um from my own perspective but for people who i think for me it's more of a, an expression when people meet me they're like oh wow so you attend this church oh wow it can be all of that and i still am a christian and they just realize that okay it doesn't actually have to be um you don't your face hey so people are always doing with a straight face you know everywhere you go to I'm born again, spiritual. I don't talk to anybody. I can't be nice. I can't smile. And you're just like, yo, it's, it's there are no, like, yo, your Christian doesn't mean you shouldn't be caring. In short, if you follow the example of Jesus, he would literally go to these people's houses. He would eat with them. He would pray, he would pray for them, heal them. So the, the, the gospel of Christianity is not a gospel of exclusion it's more like you are in there but you're also protecting yourself because the bible states that with some you save with fear health of the fire so for me it's more of an ex and again because of those who are listening and you may have heard several things oh christianity is boring i, I want to just say from this perspective that think about someone who is shielding you from the hurts or evils that you don't even know about would you say that they are hindering you from fun or they are really they really care about you Right, and when you now come into that life, and I was still discussing with my friend the other day that I don't know how to do without Christ. There's so many directions that you would you would have gotten inspiration. I I several ideas. I wrote a book this year based on the inspiration of the Almighty. I didn't plan it. Do you get so there's so many things in God that you you are missing out on because you think there's boringness. And trust me. If you know me a little, I, I think I still have a little bit of fun in my life. <laughs> so an extent, even some of the people that are not Christians, and you can be that person. The idea is, do you want to live a life in God? Find your true expression, find peace, happiness, joy, community. Wow, thank you so much, um, Esther. Uh, I know we lost Esther um, just there. I hope she comes back shortly. Okay. Yeah, welcome back, Esther. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, 
so sorry, call came in and I was trying to end the call. I just mixed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think in summary, just think of that. I, the life in Christ, still take it from me, is the best you can have. You can live your best life. God inspires you to positions you never thought about. You meet great people, doing great stuff. You can be your best self in God. And the only thing you are being shielded from are things that would not help you in the long term and would still hinder you from a life with God. So what are you looking for? Come, come. <laughs> come over to this side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, great stuff, um, Esther. Uh, thank you also, James. Uh, you know, from listening to you guys, I mean, I, I could just um, pick out um, a couple of few things. You know, um, align, your, align that sort of community of people that you can do life with is very instrumental to you know, so you sort of enjoying the Christian life. Um, you also being open to the Holy Spirit and the fact that you can also, uh, you know, yeah, you can li- you should listen to the Holy Spirit. You should also have things you do for fun, things that, you know, that, that you can, that you, you sort of be questioned, that, that are not questionable, but, you know, that are sort of, um, you know, uh, permissible. You can engage in fun stuff like that, you know. But it's, it's just important that you are doing this with a, with a group of Christians, you know, so that you don't, you know, so that you can, you can be healthy, you know, your, your, uh, your phone can be a healthy phone, right? Uh, I mean, that's a good stuff there. Uh, so I just want to ask this question, um, you know, some persons will tell you that, you know, when, when they're experiencing um, boredom, you know, in their Christian journey, it's okay to stay away or step aside. Maybe they're probably working in church, or if they are, if they are, if they are not even workers in church, maybe they are just regular members. They feel it's okay to sort of, um, you know, you know, stay home, you know, just worship God in the house, you know, just connect to God in the house, stay away from church. I don't know. I think James was trying to say something like that earlier, but I can't remember now. But you know, I, I don't know if we've had that kind of, um, you know, stuff before. Um, James, what do you think about it? Yeah, do you think it's a good idea? I'll tell you why you don't even try it. Like for me, it, it doesn't work. So I mean, it's the devil that actually most times creates those kind of notion that if you're all alone, you can't just grow all alone. It's not going to work. You can't come out. Of, I mean, if you just isolate yourself and you're secluded, you are more vulnerable to the devil to even lash on you more. So, but. The best way is to associate with it. I mean, just keep associating. That's the way. It's just like you can't be a cold um, um, a stick and you now say you want to build up your fire yourself. When someone is, when set of people are already gone, and you just need to do is just go closer and before you know you are ignited and you're about to do who you were before. So, I mean, it's not, of course, people say, like, oh, I just want to have my own space. I just want to have my own. Yes. You can have your space to pray, you know. There are times Jesus had to go to separate place to go and pray. But he will always come back. He will always come back. Now, this was even Jesus that he had the Holy Spirit without measure. He was always coming back to the people he's even discipling. He gave me full of as well said, oh, I can stand on my own. And all of you people are learning from me now. You understand me? But he still has to associate with people because from there, that's how you can build strength. That's how you can build grace and capacity. So I would advise, it doesn't work for me and I don't think you should. It's something any Christian should even want to try out. So because I'm getting bored, I want to have this space. It's just going to be a wrong step. Please don't be a friend. Yeah. 
Um, Esther, what's your thoughts on that? When you ask that question, the first ahead is it's a trap. <laughs> Don't fall into <laughs> it, really. See, I've been there. So sometimes it's not even boredom. Sometimes it's so people even in the fold that probably gets you fatigued and you just want to like say, I want to take a break. And I remember there was even a time it got to me a lot. And I, I told my pastor that I, I'm a worker and I'm like, see, I just want to take a break, right? I just want to. And he says, go and think about that break, you know. What's the reason? Because, oh, I said, oh, because I feel stressed. I feel this. And he said, the solution is not going. It's not taking a break. And I've seen it time and over. There are times that I don't even bother to tell him. And I, and I feel like that. I push myself. I say, I'll just go for the meeting. And then I go and there, I find sometimes there you break down in tears and God is just dealing with your heart. And sometimes it's just someone who just comes and offers you a hug. Or, and then there's someone who just comes with prayer and says, thank you for or an encouragement. And you're like, wow. So even I remember even during the COVID period where we had to be by ourselves a lot. I was opportune to still be in a fellowship where as a worker, I had to still go to my pastor's house to, you know, do ministration from there and stream. And that was a lot for me because there was being isolated. It's not even as a normal social, we are social beings. It's not helpful. So going there was always very heartwarming, having people. So yes, there'll be boredom. There'll be tiredness. People will annoy you even in the fold. Does it mean you should go away? No, because it's like our family. Like my parents make me annoy times and again, but I will still be the one to reach out and say, how are you guys doing? You know? Because see, we are a family. We may bite each other. We may be pissed at each other at some point, but we can break off. The Bible says that we should not forget the assembling of ourselves together. You know, it's in the community that we're able to pray, encourage. And sometimes when you are bored or tired, that's when God wants to use you to minister to somebody else. And it is in the encouraging somebody else that you find strength. So please don't, don't, don't go away, please. It's a trap. <laughs> Thank you, Mom. You heard that from Esther James. It's a trap. Don't, um, don't, um, you know, exclude yourself from the community of believers. Don't isolate yourself. You know, when you go into isolation, you just realize that the fire you've carried or the momentum you've had just keeps dropping. You know, I remember back, um, you know, many years ago. Uh, you know, uh, when I got into school, then I wanted to just, I, I think, so there was no fellowship, uh, you know, um, that I sort of could identify with. So, and I didn't want to identify with the local church. So I just felt I could just be in the house, you know, just meant, you know, serve God and just be, you know, just be vibrant. I mean, I realized that, well, <laughs> the fire was just, <laughs> I was just getting cold. You know, until you know the pastor from the I met a pastor from the local church then, and he just told me, "Ah, no, don't try it. Don't you know?" He just helped me to sort of connect, you know, with the church and all of that. And I mean, and things sort of took a different turn, you know, afterwards and all that. So it's I mean, if you are listening to this conversation, uh, let me even quickly just um, say we've been talking about um, the Christian life is a boring one, and I've been speaking with James and Esther. So uh, it's not a boring one. That is what we've come to the conclusion on. And if you are experiencing boredom, I mean, it's normal. Don't kill yourself about it. Rather, you know, um, trust God to re-energize you, you know, connect with God's people, 
find that right connection that God has really brought and that God has made available for you. Connect with them and do life together with them. Isolation doesn't help. And if I mean, it's also important to note that there are certain things that you as a Christian can do for fun. All this stuff, you know, go to the beach with other Christian, play games, watch, um, you know, inspiring movies, fun movies, you know, uh, I mean, and stuff like that. There are a couple of other things you can do. You just have to, you know, um, you know, discover them, but don't allow, you know, even the suggestion of what to do to even be from unbelievers, right? Those who are not saved. Let other Christians that you've seen who are vibrant, who are enjoying their Christian life, you know, be the one to suggest to you, you know, what you can do. Those whom you trust, it's important to emphasize that. All right. Thank you so much, James and Esther. I'm going to ask you guys for your final words on this uh, um, conversation. Who will go first? Okay. The way James is smiling is like he wants Esther to go first. So Esther, uh, please over to <laughs> So, okay. I mean, I want to say thank you for listening this far, but something dropped on my mind I just want to say. Sometimes you're in a situation where it seems like you're trying your best personal work, and I think you should just pray about it. So, I there was a season in my life where I thought I wasn't good with people. I wasn't good with friendship. I didn't have a good circle. And I prayed that God should give me like the right people in my circle. And over the years, per season, it gives me the right people, even up until now. So I just want to leave you with this. You may be bored or you may be feeling bored or you haven't having a good time now. But I'll just suggest that. Pray that God connects to the right community of people for you. Pay every season where you are, right? And trust me, the Christian life is not boring. You can go kayaking, you can go skating wherever country you are, you can do a lot of things. And you can even learn new skills, learn how to play a musical instrument. You can volunteer, you understand. And I trust that God will work with all of us and help us to <laughs> keep working in him and finding more interesting things to do and expressions in him in Jesus' name. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Esther. And it's important to also uh, mention it here that if you are trying to live a Christian life, trying to follow rules, it doesn't really help. Rather, let your relationship with God be very solid. That sort of infuses the things you do. It has a way of affecting, affecting how you see life and how you do life, right? So rather than you know try to focus on you know um, rules and looking for rules and do's and don'ts, you know just develop that relationship with God and with the Holy Spirit, right? Then you can enjoy the Christian. I just thought I should mention that. Okay, so James, um, yeah, over to you. Yeah. So. To wrap up, I'll say, and um, the word of God says that uh, in, in, in the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. And at his right hand are pleasures. So there are pleasures not just for now, forevermore. So, like, what else, which pleasure are we actually looking for that we can find in the right hand of God? So, what I want to say is that all you just need to do is. You can't live that Christian life fully. Immediately you're with the right set of people, you're going to have. I mean, it's going to be really interesting. We are losing you. They will be the to support you. They will be the ones to. Okay. All right. Sorry. What? What about now? Why is okay, it when I'm talking? That's when you're talking. Sorry. Is it fine now? Yeah, it's fine now. All right. So what I'm saying is that do you need the best way you can have fun, I mean, you can enjoy Christianity, which you should, which you should, you know, is when you associate with communities. I mean, you just need to relate with communities. That is, there's no way find people that love God just the way you love 
good. Find people that uh that on that wants to wonder but just the way you think you want to not go. Like yeah, by the time you do that, you just see everything going on smoothly. Like you just be having fun. Even though you're a child of God, you're still following what God is saying. You just be enjoying this Christian life and you won't have a problem. So don't isolate yourself. Um, yes, your own body, I mean your own uh, how do I have to put it? People's people's personality can can be different. You may you may be oh well, I'm just this cool person. Someone may be very expressive and you'd be like, Ah, oh, why are you this lousy? Oh, do we have to be this person? No, people's uh, expressions are different, but in the midst of it, by the time you build a community, you are in a community, you see people that just really know they're not out there, but in that you still enjoy them and they are people that are all out there even without all out there you still enjoy them so just being among them just makes everything uh, blend and makes it sweet so thank you so much yeah and God, oh, thank you very much guys this has been so insightful you know while you guys were talking i was just telling myself that there are loaded stuff from you guys conversation that i can't even like i can't sort of like remember now but this is an episode to sort of like listen to uh you know over and over again because you know while you know while you guys know while you're talking i can't just pick down everything but i must say that um, from the few things i can recall from this conversation this is a very loaded conversation uh which i mean if you are listening to this please do us a favor ensure you share this particular episode with someone let them also get blessed i mean and you also can listen to this even when you experience where you get to that point where you feel fatigued or bored, you know, listen to this episode again, let it sort of reignite, you know, something in you, let it cause a spark in you, and I trust God to use it to bless you. I mean, this has been a very fantastic conversation. The Christian life is not boring. Don't go look for alternative outside, you know, that will not, oh, that can just temporarily offer you some sort of relief and pleasure, you know, temporary pleasure, and then you know, send you into um, eternal damnation. You You just want something like James said, you know, that you can get pleasure from right here on earth and then pleasure eternally. That is a kind of um, you know, association or a kind of relationship you should foster that is a relationship with God. It's been nice speaking with uh, these two amazing guests who came um, so loaded. Uh, and I can't thank you guys enough for, <laughs> for being on the show with me today. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah. <laughs> all right thank you thank you yeah. I appreciate it thank you for having us yeah all right so if you are new to the show and say welcome to the faith culture podcast and we've been having a very good conversation on the christian life is it boring or not and um i just want to do me a favor hit the subscribe button and also hit the share button so that someone else can get blessed by what you have just listened to and if you've been, if you have been listening for a while i want to say thank you so much as well you are the real mvp um thank you for the support i see your comments your likes i also wanted to do me a favor today don't stop or don't relent, you know, sharing this episode with your friends. Um, do that again this week and let them also get blessed by what you have just been um, blessed with. If you have any questions for me, you can drop them in the comment section or send me an email at faithculture01 at gmail.com. If you have any topic you would love us to cover, you can as well um, send your suggestions to me, uh, you know, via the same email. I would really love to hear from you. Thank you guys so much. Until I come your way next time, stay blessed and God bless you.